About seven months ago in early December, Father Christy and I began bringing Holy Communion to many of our homebound parishioners on the first Friday of each month. Here at St. Mary's Parish, we have about 15 or so individuals, for whatever reason, are unable to join us here at Sunday Mass or Saturday evening Mass. And so because of that and their various health issues, we go to them to bring them communion on the first Friday of the month. Father Christie takes about eight or nine of them. I take about five or six. See how that works? So this past Friday, as I was going for this first Friday of the month of June from house to house to visit many of these individuals who are homebound, it occurred to me how heavy, for many of them, the cross of life is. Oftentimes, the main reason is some type of serious health concern. Sometimes it's a family issue with kids or grandkids or whatever it may be. Sometimes it's some type of financial instability or financial uncertainty. But whatever the case may be for many of these individuals, like for many of us at times, the cross gets a bit heavy. And as I was driving through Bismarck, and by the way, it's always enjoyable to do this because I, for, since I was a kid, I like driving. I don't know why, maybe it's because I'm from Williston, but I like to drive a lot. And I like to drink coffee when I drive. So when you can drink coffee, drive, and do your job all at the same time, it's a win-win-win. But anyway, so as I was driving through town on Friday and going from house to house, this started to occur to me, just like I said, how the cross is quite heavy for many of these individuals. Then I started to think a little bit about, they didn't say this, but how they might at times feel very alone. They might experience a certain level of loneliness or even at times being forgotten. Then I started to think back in my time at the high school in visiting with many of our high school students when at times, for whatever reason, Sometimes because mom and dad don't get me, my friends don't get me, no one gets me. They think, I'm alone in this. I'm forgotten. I started to think also of many married people who for whatever reason are going through a tough time in their marriage. And they think, you know what? We're the only ones who experience this. It's just us. And there's a certain loneliness in that. I started to think about many people who have lost loved ones and who have said goodbye to someone they love and carry that loneliness for months and even years, really. But the reason I begin on such a somber note on this great feast of Pentecost, everyone, is because I want us to recognize it doesn't matter if you're homebound, if you're a high school student, if you're married, or whatever the case may be. The presence of loneliness in the heart is, I think, one of the most prevalent and common realities of the human heart. It just is. Now, let's hold that feeling up that so many people have. It comes and goes, let's say, but it's a reality that is at times very raw and very real. Let's hold that reality up to what Jesus says in today's gospel. I will ask the Father, 
And he will give you another advocate to be with you always. So hang on a second. I experience loneliness in the heart. I buy into this lie, I'm alone, I'm forgotten. It's what I feel, let's say. And Jesus says, I will send you the Holy Spirit who will be with you forever. So what happens when our feelings that are raw and real differ from what Jesus says? Which one are you going to go with? Is it possible that maybe our feelings as real and raw as they are, sometimes are not based on reality. Yes, it's a feeling. Yes, it's heavy. Yes, it's true. But how can it be true, really true, when Jesus says, I will send the Holy Spirit who will be with you forever? Either he's lying or our feelings are lying. And last time I checked, Jesus doesn't lie. Everyone, we have to have more confidence in this reality, more confidence in this promise, more confidence in what we profess about baptism. If we believe what we say about baptism, we believe the Holy Spirit dwells in every baptized soul. Do we believe that or not? If the Holy Spirit dwells in every baptized soul, then he is with us always, everywhere, no matter how heavy the cross is. He's with us. It's the promise that Jesus has made. You know, the word that Jesus used for Holy Spirit is the word advocate. The word advocate comes from a fancy Greek word, paraclete. You've heard the word paraclete before. The word paraclete is a very specific term. It's an old, ancient, Greco-Roman word that means this. A paraclete is someone who stands by another during a criminal trial. A paraclete is essentially a defense attorney who stands by the one being accused to defend them, to make the case before the judge. So when Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the paraclete, it is a clear reminder of what the Holy Spirit is meant to be doing in our lives. The Holy Spirit, who is God, is sent by the Father to defend us. To defend us from what? To defend us from the prevalence of loneliness of heart. The most simple prayer we could say at times is three words. Come, Holy Spirit. Because we know that the Holy Spirit is given to us to be our defender, our protector, the one who pleads for us, the one who Jesus says is with us forever. Where does the Holy Spirit need to defend you? Where does the Holy Spirit need to protect you? Where do we need to say in our lives, Come, Holy Spirit.